The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. To Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tung. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. And I'm your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And with the show title, Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation, I'm delighted today to welcome to the show Jonas Elrod, who had his own very sudden awakening experience and as a result of that decided to make a DVD uh, sort of documentary about uh, what took place and the the DVD is called Wake Up. Jonas actually stars in his own uh, production and it goes through the process of what happens after you wake up and and how do you deal with it and manage it. So Jonas, welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, Thanks for having me on. Now we were going to have uh, Chloe uh, Crespi with us as well who was also involved in in making the, the DVD but unfortunately she has some uh, family uh, tragedies to deal with, so she couldn't join us, but I'm sure, Jonas, you'll be able to fill us in on all the pieces that she would have spoken about. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Chloe and I sometimes brain, as it were, um, but, yeah, she was my co-director and the cinematographer, and, you know, her and I embarked on this project together. So, Jonas, perhaps you should uh, begin by, by actually telling us about the, the wake-up call that you got and how that actually happened. Uh, sure. It started six years ago, and I was working on a prior film. Uh, it was another documentary, and the quote-unquote bell dropped, and I started seeing all these energies and spirits and uh, geometry, you know, all kind of really wild stuff came out, and uh, these spirits told me to expose what was happening. And shortly after, I met Chloe, and I told her what the spirits had told me, and we decided to uh, make the film Wake Up together. Um, we spent years on the road and, you know, meeting some of the uh, spiritual teachers, shaman, acupuncturist, uh, and then on the other side where I had a, uh, a checkup, uh, MRI, a psychological evaluation, and uh, we really spent years uh, traveling uh, the country to try to understand what had happened. So let's just go back to the actual event for a moment, and uh, what were you actually doing in that moment? Uh, nothing, nothing exciting. I mean, uh, like I said, I was uh, labeling tapes and charging batteries and uh, getting everything together for the production the following day. And this opened up, and it lasted for about six, seven hours. It seemed like weeks. 
And uh, at the end of the visitation, they told me, like I said, to expose it. And then I slept for a few hours and worked the next day. Uh, and you had no previous experience of this at all? Well, I, as an adult now, I see that there were things that happened to me as a child that maybe I had just blocked or buried. But uh, nothing, you know, as an adult or a teenager, uh, it just literally what people call a spontaneous awakening. Uh, a lot of people we interviewed for what about spoke of these things, and we, we spoke a lot to a lot of other people that had spontaneous awakenings, and there can certainly be fear around that. There certainly can be uh, enhanced egos around that. Uh, but for personally, I, I wanted to get my own answers and not just uh, let it be. I mean, just I couldn't. I, I needed to get answers, and that's just what we did. And so one of my questions I have, having watched the, the DVD, which is really great uh, for anybody who's, who's having to deal with this type of awareness to, to, to go through the process. So in terms of making the DVD, you brought in a number of experts to talk about the, the, these realms. Now, did you go through that process first and then make the DVD, or was making the DVD part of the whole initial process? Um. No, we, we we filmed it as it happened for the documentary. Um, so we would get different hits or insights on certain somebody, and uh, I would go and speak to them. You know, these weren't people that had read eight books by. I mean, this community was incredibly new to me. So I'm learning as the audience may or may not be learning as uh, they go with me. So one one of the. Uh great moments early on in the in the DVD which which made me me chuckle actually was you you were uh, chatting with uh, Dr. Richard Friedman and at that point uh, you were sort of being checked out to see if you had some sort of mental illness and he's conducting a relatively um, traditional uh, serious interview with you and then and then you start talking about the uh, colors and the the being that you can see standing behind him yeah. Let's uh, talk about that a little bit. Well, I mean, you know, when when you watch the movie, um, you know, there is a scene where I go see a psychiatrist. I mean, we as a team, and that was Steve Utensky and Chloe Kress, we thought it would be fairly reckless just to not check this out. And on a personal level, it would be reckless. Um, so I think we kind of we stopped the guy. I mean, he clearly comes out and says that I don't show any signs of schizophrenia and uh, there's no drug use, and he doesn't really know what to think. Um, it was it was definitely an interesting day, and uh, I find the scene with the uh, psychiatrist both intense and very very funny to me at this point. Yeah, yeah, and there, and there was a, um, a sort of a, um, a self consciousness at that point of of having to share the story, which is is out of this world, out of this realm, and a sort of a, a nervousness that you had around that. Can you can you explain that a little bit? Well, yeah, I mean, that that's real, you know. I'm, I'm not an actor. This is a betrayal of my real-life experiences for a few years. And uh, when you watch the DVD, um, you know, you, you'll you'll see that. And that was one of the first people I, I met. Um, and I, I kind of had a feeling what this guy would say, but, you know, it was still really intense to come out and share this stuff. It was different than maybe telling your lover or your, your best friend, but a stranger, much less having a camera filming it, but uh, I have a funny feeling that a lot of these conversations take place with uh, therapists or psychiatrists, and I was curious what his reaction would be. Absolutely, um, and, and did he offer to put you on some medication at the end? Um, 
he he offered it. It's not a film. I mean, you know, we, we talk to these people for hours, and they make three minutes of the film because you know we our intent was to make an entertaining film about it. It wasn't just your standard documentary where people look at the camera speaking. Uh, but yeah, he, he offered it, uh, and I was aware of what was happening to me that it wasn't a mental issue. So obviously, I said no, but. And if you think about it, every 11-year-old that gets marched into this when the parents are nervous because they'll be seeing things and they get addicted to medicine. So I, I don't know how much people see in that, but I was really trying to make a point around that. Sure. And then you, and then you went off to, to Rome in Italy and you met with uh, Umberto Di, Di Grazia uh, and, and had the actual... Um, Images and pictures and awarenesses that you were seeing now put put into an actual uh, tangible form through the machine that he works with. Just talk about that a little bit. Sure. I mean, uh, you know, through the beginning of Wake Up, I tell my uh, you know my lover, my parents about it. And then I got the idea. Well, hell, if I could just show them a picture, maybe they would believe me. Uh, as you're watching the film, it, it definitely goes a different way than I thought it would. But Humberto does take pictures of these entities when you're in a deep meditative state. And, you know, there's a big surprise for me when I see the picture, uh, which is was both frightening, thrilling, and, you know, in an odd way humorous. But, um, you know, you, you'll just see it when, when you see it. But when uh, these pictures were taken, I'd seen that kind of energy form before. So even though I knew these were real, I was still getting constantly shocked and surprised uh, every step of the way. So when you were now seeing these uh, energy uh, pictures and forms in, in a sort of much more concrete reality compared to your own visions, how did that make you feel about the whole process? Um, you, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, um, I guess it was just another level of evidence you know, in my mind, it was 100% always real. But, you know, obviously it was shocking to see see this on, captured on a photograph. Right. So, I mean, when you watch the film, you'll see that obviously I'm shaken up about it. And then I kind of arrive to a comical place where I say something like, I can't believe this is my life because this was nothing I was searching for or seeking. It literally just happened overnight. And you, had a, you, you had a bit of a, a freaky moment with this, uh, the, the appearance on the photograph of a, what appeared to be some sort of alien being, um, which which presumably you you had already again detected. Yep. And, uh, and what and what was and what was that association? What is that energy? Do you know what the connection is? What that being was was around you? What that connection was? Um, you can probably already tell this is my favorite subject, and uh, it, it's not really something that. I care to go deep into, but uh, okay, sure. I, I would encourage people to look at it and make their own opinion. But you know, you can see that I am quite shocked when I see uh, the photographs that Umberto took. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and you know, it's it's just opening up and understanding there's a lot more going on than just us walking around, going to work, and uh, you know, having the kids on the weekends. There's a whole uh, landscape out there that's starting to appear for us. And you live in, in New York City, and, and so since you had this opening up experience uh, and you're now so much more aware of these different levels of uh, entity and energy and sensitivity, that must be quite an experience for you, walking the streets of New York City. Well, I mean, one thing, and 
through some of the people I met in Wake Up, um, you know, they taught me how to manage and control this. When it first opened up, you know, it was, uh, you know, no one was driving the car. And so that can be definitely uh, jarring. But the grounded meditations, I've learned to turn this off and turn it down when appropriate. So, yeah, it's a great example. New York City, it's a lot of energy going on, a lot of things happening, a lot of love and a lot of hate, a lot of fear. And so you can easily pick up on these things if you're wide open walking through the city. So, you know, I I keep this uh, turned down when I'm out and about. But, yeah, it is a challenge at times, or it certainly used to be. Yeah. We're coming up to our our first break here, Jonas, and so I actually would love you to talk a little bit more about how you control these feelings on our return after the break. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tung left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm. The Awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. What would you do if you came across a technology so profound that you move to balance within minutes of application and from that balance the body heals itself? We have the research, the testimonials, world-class health practitioners, and we conduct free demonstrations throughout North America and the world. Sound too good to be true? Click on the Amized Fusion Technology banner and find out for yourself and join us in a self-care revolution. you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening. 
listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. I just want to take this opportunity to thank my sponsors of Omega, of Omega Global. Um, last week I had Patrick Cody on the show and he gave a wonderful talk on the information field, zero-point energy, and some of the new technologies that are available to help us return our body to homeostasis, to balance, so that we can heal and become consciously more aware. And I have with me today... Jonas Elrod, who uh, had a very explosive awakening experience uh, all in one go in a matter of a few hours, where he suddenly started seeing uh, colors and orbs and angels and other entities. And uh, Jonas has made a DVD called Wake Up, which uh, runs through the experiences that he had and, and what he did and how he came to terms with this, uh, this new world that he had uh, been opened up in, into. Jonas, just before the break, I was asking you about living in New York City and, and the sensitivities, and you started talking about how you have learned to manage and, and, to, and control somewhat the experiences that you have. So perhaps you could just tell us a bit about how that works for you. Well, sure. I mean, for people that have these awakenings, I mean, you, you really have to get in there and, and learn to work with it. Um, you, you just do. And for me, a, a big thing for this, and I learned this through... Uh, the documentary Wake Up was grounded meditation, uh, and for me that helped to turn it off and on. Um, you know, and I, I don't know if, every, I mean, I don't think everyone has a set path on buying their switch, but for me, getting grounded and uh, getting back in the body and learning to tune these things out was uh, very helpful. And when it first opened up, I was like a kid in a candy store. I wanted to see everything. I couldn't believe the stuff was in there, but... What could happen there is, you know, maybe you forget to pay a bill. Maybe you forget to get out of the street. So it's it's not healthy, in my opinion, to go that far with it. You, you're on this plane for a reason, and, you know, you have work to do here as well. Um, but for me, you know, learning through the experts of the film, um, grounded meditation is what helped me uh, to tune these in and tune those out, and then also sharpen them, and then learn how to listen to the divine and not every spirit that runs past you because that can also be dangerous so there's a real uh, discernment required in terms of what you you pay attention to messages that you get and and again I've, I've worked with a lot of people who've had these types of experiences and some people go completely overboard and listen to every spirit message that they get and and, and eventually that can cause them major problems so again, just talk a little bit about how how you become discerning in what you do and don't pay attention to. Well, well certainly, and that's a good point. I mean, you wouldn't listen to everything everyone said to you on the subway, and for this, these other dimensions, there's no difference. Um, you know, for different people, it's different. You know, some people can feel it, and they can feel if it's good or if it's bad. You know, I happen to be able to see it, so I can see if it's, you know, kind of where they are in the evolutionary cycle. Um, but at first, you know, yeah, yeah, at least for I, I had a lot of ignorance around it, so I really had to get in there and start to learn this. Uh, so it was sort of a baptism by fire. <laughs> yes. Uh, you and, know, you, and, you, uh, and you had experiences uh, which were 
both phenomenally beautiful and wonderful, but also not so good. So talk, talk yeah. to us about some of the the feelings that were generated by the, the beautiful um, energies that you became aware of. Well, the, you know, for me, it's seeing that, you know, I, I don't have faith anymore. I, I do have a knowing around it. I mean, you do survive physical death. You know, there is divinity. And having these life-affirming experiences really changed so much in my life. Um, I was able to let go of a lot of things and hopefully start to spiritually mature and grow. Um, and then you also have a flip side of that. I mean, there's good and bad everywhere. And there's also bad these other places, and it's nothing you want to toy with. Um, so, you know, we have theories. You know, I think more and more people are going to start having these experiences. I think it's very important to get grounded and to discern. And hopefully you'll be in a community that accepts these for what they are because, you know, there's a lot. This is still an incredibly taboo subject. I mean, it's exciting. I, I can't think of anything more thrilling. But for some, people can't go there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, in, in, the, in, the, in this uh, DVD, again, talking about uh, different energies and different vibrations, there's, there's a scene where, where you're walking around the apartment using sage, and you actually talked about protection from uh, Jesus and Archangel Michael and using the sage to, to clear the space. And actually, uh, while doing so, having, having the experience of seeing the energies that were not of the higher energy purpose uh, leaving the space, just talk about that a little bit. Well, I certainly wish Mary was here to talk about it. She's my girlfriend in the film, and she, you know, got to go with me and, you know, experience it through me. But, uh, you know, I, I had heard from someone that Sage works on this, and so I'm burning Sage, and I feel like a moron, but I see that it is working, at least on some of the, the spirits. Um, so I really had to adopt a lot of spiritual principles. Uh, if I wanted to or not, I, I really didn't feel like I had a choice. And, you know, our producer, Steve Utensky, kind of put this in a nice way. Um, really what this was for me was an invitation to get on a path. Um, you know, all these different things that people can do and these different abilities are, are fascinating and thrilling. And I think we capture a lot of that in the film, but the kind of end-all, be-all is just some sort of spiritual path, you know, some kind of practice, some kind of um, knowing or, or wanting to get closer to divinity. And in terms of, uh, of getting onto that path and, and having that intimate connection with, with spirit and divinity, of the experts that, were, uh, that you interviewed and, and that were on the DVD, uh, which, which of those were the most helpful in, in, in taking you forward on your path? Um, well, I, uh, uh, on this journey uh, to, to understanding... Um, we met a Sufi mystic named Llewellyn Bond. Really helped shift something in me. And uh, we met a Native American Indian named Mark at the end that really helped me shift. I, I don't want to give it away, um, you know, but I, I think that the words they said, it, it, they're universal. It's not just for someone that develops these senses. I mean, um, I could have got on my spiritual path by going through a windshield of a car or losing a, a loved one. For me, it just happened to open up this way, but... You know, it, it's pretty thrilling stuff, and, uh, you know, we felt very lucky and blessed. We were able to talk to some of these experts, and, uh, you know, not for nothing, I think it makes for a really entertaining uh, film. I, re I really enjoyed uh, with Llewellyn Vaughan Lee when he was talking about 
uh, taking away the safe enclosure in which we normally live and and so suddenly you are uh, in a totally expanded expression of the world and, and completely out of your comfort zone and now you've really got to start connecting to the mystery of life yeah uh, I would say amen to that I mean uh, it does change a lot when you realize that the parameters of your world aren't what you think they are you are kind of forced to grow and uh, learn and understand and not for nothing at least have compassion and a lot more love than you would have before these things I mean um not to sound like a Hallmark card, but these experiences have really <laughs> changed my life for the better. I mean, uh, I'm definitely a, a lot more loving, a lot more compassion, a lot more understanding than I was uh, when I was, you know, part of these experiences. Uh, another thing that Llewellyn said that really struck me is, like, don't get caught from the phenomenon. So, you, actually, Jonas, you're breaking up. I didn't hear that last comment. I know, I know you're talking about... Llewellyn Bourne Lee again. Just say again what you said. Just say that. If you guys in the film, uh, says something really beautiful to me. Don't get lost in the phenomenon. You know, maybe you're thinking about where the phenomenon is coming from. Maybe it was just a kind of bigger picture, a point of life after death, a point to a real creator. Uh, no matter if you're kind of just looking at that out of a religious context. So it, it did shift me. It helped me want to uh, grow which, you know, there are a few believers. You, know, you, you don't have to believe in the ocean if we live in the desert, but, you know, these truths and these experiences did unfold for me, and we're trying to share it with the uh, wake-up film. And as you say, there are, there are so many people going through uh, their awakening experiences uh, right now in a whole variety of different ways, and so it's... Uh, really really helpful to have some information available that people can follow a, a path and understand that it's happened to lots of other people i i certainly think so i mean i would have loved something to be available six years ago and so we're we're trying to do that well i think we are doing that one jonas we're going to go to, to break and uh, we'll return in a few moments with jonas elrod this is peter tongue for awakening to conscious co-creation threshold of a dream and beyond seventh wave network dad can i ask you something sure what's up um there's this girl i kind of like well if there's one thing i know it's women really well they didn't call me velvet for nothing i don't get it smooth i was smooth oh anyway it's easy you just got to impress her show her how strong you are okay but how just i don't know pick up a lot of heavy things around her like what i don't know desks chairs people Grunt, if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, Ugh! try it. Uh, uh, <laughs> See, there you go. And you should dress up. Start wearing a shirt and tie. I'll look like a dork. No, you'll look successful. Okay. And finally, you can start using my cologne. <clears throat> the ladies love it, so don't be shy. Splash it on. Thanks, Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To find out how you can adopt, please visit our website at adoptuskids.org or call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. 
What would you do if you came across a technology so profound that you move to balance within minutes of application and from that balance the body heals itself? We have the research, the testimonials, world-class health practitioners, and we conduct free demonstrations throughout North America and the world. Sound too good to be true? Click on the Amized Fusion Technology banner and find out for yourself and join us in a self-care revolution. walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. And I just want to remind you of my website, www.petertongue.com. We will see what I'm up to there and also all of the archived shows over the last few months. October was a particularly stunning month and we're starting off in November similarly. And also www.myheartcenteredjourney.com and the Ambassadors of Light program where I teach a class every two weeks on a Thursday evening at 5.30 and because it's current, we can talk about exactly what is going on in the world at this time. And next uh, week, not uh, not this week tomorrow, but on the 11th, the 11-11, I will be talking about the 11-11, uh, Veterans uh, Remembrance Day, and all of the issues around that, as well as the, the energies that are building right now in terms of uh, different ceremonies taking place across the world, not least of which is one this weekend in Kyoto in Japan involving an enlightened Buddhist and and a Mayan elder. So please do uh, check out the websites. So back to Jonas. Jonas, I'm I'm really uh, wanting to to ask you about, um, if you like, the higher level uh, involvement of the awakening that you had and what the experts have to say and what you have experienced around this whole concept of oneness as we shift in this awakening process to the realization that we are all interconnected. Uh, what, well, what can you say about that? Well, that, that's great. This is actually my real talking point and 
the most important thing to me is uh, these experiences and through some of these experts we met in Wake Up, um, the end-all goal is that we're all one. I mean, that, that's it, period. We're all interconnected. We're all one thing. What that means is if I get upset at you, Peter, or if I get really angry at you and throw a bunch of energy at you, it's really affecting me because when this illusion is filled back, we're all one thing. Uh, and for me, that was the greatest shift that I had that understand. It's not always easy to abide by, but that does seem to be the absolute gospel behind all of this. Um, like I said, uh, having these supernatural experiences was just something that brought me to that truth. Um, it, it's Go ahead. Uh, it's just unfortunate that everywhere I look, it seems to be a lot of people, it's us versus them, it's our country versus that country, it's man versus woman, it's it's really kind of heartbreaking, but I think for people that are on some level of awareness, that's the real job that we have is to get this information out. Um, you know, organized religions will tell you our path is the only path. And it, it just seems so uh, ass backwards to me that uh, that could be the, the popular opinion. Um, and in your, in your awakening experience, how... How did you become aware of this interconnectedness of all things? What did you experience? Well, I would receive what I think popular nomenclature is probably downloads. So sometimes the information would be thrown on me, and it would take a couple of days to kind of sort out. But that was—it's hard to explain. That's how that arrived. Um, and we we visited uh, Professor Roger Nelson, who does the Global Consciousness Experiment, uh, where he measures consciousness based on uh, world events. And so, as you'll see in Wake Up, um, he measures consciousness uh, during 9-11. And what he saw, his research led him to this, that everyone in the world where people had feelings of uh, release, you know, 10, 20 minutes before uh, the 9-11 catastrophe happened. Uh, People that knew about it, people that didn't know about it. And that's this whole experiment showing interconnectedness, showing that we're all one, showing that everyone has a premonitory uh, gene. For me, and for me and for a lot of people who are very minded, that's uh, that's been a very fascinating talking point. That's something the audience always really wants to discuss. Um, for me, I'm wired a little bit different. I, I get it through the heart, but uh, you know, some people get it through the head. For me, it doesn't matter. Whatever it takes to get it in there, but. Uh, we are one thing. And what about the the plants and the animals and and how how do you experience that? Oh yeah, no. When I say one thing, I don't mean just a bunch of white people or a bunch of black people. I mean everything, everything. You know, from the trees, the animals to uh, the dog that your neighbor's going to kick on Sunday. I mean, we're all one thing. And this, all this fear and anxiety of uh, differences or, or different cultures. I mean, it's it's a huge disservice is bringing us back. People fail to realize that that's actually them. So, you know, if you hate your asshole boss, really, that's you. It's it's pretty heady stuff uh, to kind of get your arms around. But that has been my experience to uh, make him wake up and the, the information that came through. So how, how has that changed the way that you operate or behave in the world? 
Well, I'm incredibly conscious and aware of my actions, and not just actions, thoughts. Um, so I guess kind of my philosophy around it is, like, we're all one, so try not to pee in the pool because we're all in the pool. We're all one. So how does that affect me? I mean, I, I've definitely tried to do a lot of internal work to, sh- you know, shift or shape up any ego wounds that I may have around certain things. Um, you know, it, it's always a work in process. Um but I, I definitely feel more loving and understanding and compassionate because I get that that's part of me. Um, and, you know, my my uh, experience growing up was completely different. It was uh, in a Southern Baptist church where it was all about, for me, uh, everyone that's doing something wrong and they're not going to make it to heaven, which is so laughable. And on the other hand, it's so incredibly uh, arrogant and wrong. So, you know, my anger comes up toward that due to uh, scaring people. Yeah, things quite a little gimmick that uh, people have going on to separate. The idea is to come together. Absolutely. Now, in your um, experiences, have you have you been shown any uh, ways in which the future might unfold? There's been a lot of discussion around 2012 and the Mayan calendar and uh, and, and those shifts. Have you actually been shown potentialities of the future? I haven't been shown, and, you know, I certainly don't claim to be psychic by any stretch of imagination. I, I feel things pretty strongly, and, uh, you know, I, I do feel that we all are headed, every one of us are having headed toward an evolutionary shift, and there's nothing we can do about that. I mean, we should be excited about it. This information should not be suppressed the way it has been. Um, but, yeah, I, I think something's definitely on the way. Um, what that is, I have no idea. I mean... The Maya philosophies, you know, I get a hit that there's something to that, and a lot of different philosophies. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I guess one thing I try to do is just, you know, just stay grounded in this dream. What's going to happen is going to happen, and just my job is just to clean up and become the, the biggest and the brightest, and really start to remember who I really am. And I was going to, obviously one of the things you chose to do in terms of the experience was to make this uh, DVD. Now the DVD is made and obviously is, is getting out there. Um, what do you see yourself doing in addition to uh, con- continue your awakening and also ha- support others who are doing so? Well, I I had certain ideas, and, you know, of course, it's crumble in time. The more you look into it, I feel that I'm supposed to keep learning, and as I learn, teach those who, who want to hear and understand through maybe some of the hardships I've gone through to gain uh, knowledge. I just really feel like a lot of people are going to go through this in one way or the other. And that doesn't mean having spiritual or supernatural kind of gifts. Just we're all being pushed. And if spirit tells me to do something else, then I may argue with it for a little while, but I'm sure I'll be doing it. But um, I, I think that I have so much fear around these abilities uh, I haven't wanted to go deeper, but I've definitely have reason and desire to keep digging and understanding and expanding. I think that's what we're supposed to do. I would like to just ch- chat a little bit about the experiences that uh, your girlfriend Mara went through uh, in, in the DVD and presumably in, in real life too, um, because she was a, a sort of mirror reflection of your experiences. Um, just talk about her role, uh, both in reality and 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 her role in the show, in the DVD. 
Sure. Well, I mean, you know, Wake Up, I think, I think it's a really incredible film, and I'm not saying that because I'm part of it. It's just <laughs> I would have really loved to have seen something like this years ago. Mara kind of plays the skeptic. She doesn't play that. That's just how she felt. So she didn't know if I was schizophrenic, if I was losing my marbles, if I was doing Andy Kaufman. Um, and so she got drug on this ride with me, and she uh, learned a lot of different things and learned a lot about herself as we went. And there's a really powerful mo- uh, part in the film that I don't want to spoil where she has her awakened moment, where she comes to awareness around some things. But it's, it's kind of, I would make jokes, kind of like the uh, Scully Mulder show for a little while, where I'm telling her the experience and she doesn't totally know what to think. But she was incredibly loving and supportive, and she went through every step with me. So I, I couldn't be more blessed when it comes to that. But there, there are these uh, moments when with the person who is not going through it, uh, it, is, it gets to a point of, of just just can't really quite understand what's going on and the changes that are going going through the, the relationship and often that challenge is is sufficient to to separate the people from each other but she uh, she kept kept in touch and kept moving through it so it was a, it was a really beautiful aspect of the of the DVD yeah i mean and i think for mara for some of the audience that is mara you know exactly. uh, yes she she is the audience where she doesn't know, but she's going to stick by her feelings, and her feelings, luckily, was love for me, and she went with me on this journey. Um, and like I said, she has a really powerful moment in the film where she has understanding. But, you know, when the, the cameras are off and the film is out, it doesn't stop, and we're, we're constantly still growing. I'm constantly still trying to change and evolve. I, I feel like that's the one thing I'm supposed to do. I think we're all supposed to do it, but, uh, you know, the work of remembering is very important to me and it, it seems to be pretty important to her as well I'm sure you must have heard from uh, some people since the DVD was, was put out who have had similar experiences yes uh, we released Wake Up I guess a month ago we've done some screenings and the whole team has just been overwhelmed about the response I mean we've done some there's not a dry in the house and people come up and they're thanking us it's like they've been waiting for something like this because They've had these experiences since they were a kid, or their aunt has talked about this stuff since they've known her, and really not known how to what to think about it, or they felt isolated. So we've we've been very lucky. I mean, it's it's been a huge emotional response to the screenings, and you know we do Q and A sessions at the end, and they're really really uh, great sessions. And I'm. Uh, I'm hoping that this film could uh, be a support for a lot of people. You know, and we were talking about this earlier on break, you know, just the whole death card, that's going to happen. You know, we're, we're so scared that we're not even going to look at death, but, you know, even in those kind of issues, I think this information, this film can be incredibly helpful. Absolutely, yeah, well, indeed, just the knowledge that life, uh, life does indeed continue and there's more to come is uh, pretty important. This is uh, Peter Tong for Awakening to Conscious co-creation back in a couple of minutes taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond seventh wave network 
we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tung left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. What would you do if you came across a technology so profound that you move to balance within minutes of application and from that balance the body heals itself? We have the research, the testimonials, world-class health practitioners, and we conduct free demonstrations throughout North America and the world. Sound too good to be true? Click on the Amized Fusion Technology banner and find out for yourself and join us in a self-care revolution. There is a lot more going on in religion and government than what high-ranking officials are telling you. The Bible uncovers the truth, prophecies, and a world of opportunities. Get the answers you need when you tune into the program To the Stars and Beyond with your hosts Michael List and Adam Hong. We'll explore the religious and spiritual beliefs from ancient history to the prophecies that are shaping the world and current events of today. To the Stars and Beyond airs live every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on 7th Wave Network. Be extraordinary. 7th Wave Network. What would you do if you came across a technology so profound that you move to balance within minutes of application and from that balance the body heals itself? We have the research, the testimonials, world-class health practitioners, and we conduct free demonstrations throughout North America and the world. Sound too good to be true? Click on the Amized Fusion Technology banner and find out for yourself and join us in a self-care revolution. There's a lot more going on in religion and government than what high-ranking officials are telling you. The Bible uncovers the truth, prophecies, and a world of opportunities. Get the answers you need when you tune into the program To the Stars and Beyond with your hosts Michael List and Adam Hong. We'll explore the religious and spiritual beliefs from ancient history to the prophecies that are shaping the world and current events of today. To the Stars and Beyond airs live every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on 7th Wave Network. Be extraordinary. 7th Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. 
Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Just a reminder that we're going through some incredibly powerful energies at this time, stepping into the seventh day of the eighth wave of the Mayan calendar today. Um, so we are now surrounded by beautiful light and stepping into balance so that we can uh, awaken ourselves individually and, and as our conversation with Jonas is unfolding here. So we um, recognize that there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are waking up in, in a whole variety of, of different ways. And so um, it's, it's a great opportunity to uh, watch this DVD and, and, and follow the journey that Jonas takes through um, a number of, of experts and, and looking at from a very practical medical point of view and looking at uh, looking at uh, images that can be created to actually see the energies and, and then getting an insight into consciousness and, and how this awakening uh, takes place. And so um, I'm delighted that we have Jonas on the show today and I just wanted to mention a few things about uh, the website uh, which is Wake Up The Film dot com and there are some screenings scheduled in New York City December the 1st at the Alignment Center uh, and December 11th in Ashland Oregon and December the 12th in, in Mount Shasta some of the most uh, powerful spots that there are on the planet at this time and uh, and so going through this process with uh, Jonas and what he experienced will really help the there's other people who are also going through the awakening experience themselves. So I'm actually having a bit of a technical problem here, and we seem to have lost Jonas uh, temporarily, I hope. I hope he'll be back uh, shortly. So I will just continue and chat myself about the, the awakening process. It seems that uh, most of us have these, uh, these barriers or boundaries uh, put in place that keep us uh, only aware of, of this world, our physical world, and also the um, separation uh, between us as, as individuals. So we tend to believe only what we can physically see and, and touch and, and feel um, as, as being our total world, uh, whereas in fact we have a much more expanded consciousness uh, that once these uh, barriers are removed, we become aware of, of much more and, and as Jonas was saying in the last segment how we actually connect together uh, on this uh, higher level of awareness and when we shift up into the higher dimensions and higher realms that we all have this interconnectivity which um, the connection actually between us is unconditional love and when we realize that then the whole world will shift uh, as it says in the Bible in the twinkling of an eye and it seems to me that we are moving towards that uh, uh, more and more as we shift in energy and frequency as the mind calendar uh, uh, accelerates shifting up to the next level of consciousness. So Jonas, I believe you're, you're back with us. Is that the case? That is the case. I don't oh. know what happened. There's always weird things with electronics sometimes, so I apologize <laughs> for that. Well, we're working in these upper realms as well, so there's lots of energy flowing. Now, I've already uh, told people about the website, wakeupthefilm.com, and some of the um, screenings that you've got upcoming. Uh, do, you want, do you want to add anything to that? Um, no, I appreciate you, you putting the website out there. I mean, we are trying to make this a place where people can go and, you know, have good reference points and just see what feels right to them. Um, 
like I said, and you and I spoke of this a few weeks ago, I think there are a lot of people that are having these experiences, so knowledge really is key with this. But uh, you can visit us, wakeupthefilm.com, or check out the film. And, uh, you know, we are putting together a lot of streams that we're going to be doing at the end of the year and uh, throughout next year. Um, so that, that's basically it. Good. Now, before we, we finish, I did want to chat a little bit about the, the closing of the DVD, which is a vision quest um, with, with First Nations uh, elders in uh, Washington State. Uh, I'm interested in, in why you chose that to be the, uh, the, the culmination of the DVD and why, why that was so significant. You know, I, I don't know why that was significant. I mean, it was, it, I mean, it certainly was when it played out, but I had always wanted to do this. I always felt um, a kinship. And it just so happens that that is in the film, and I, I definitely had my biggest shift through trying to understand with Mark and uh, his tribe. But, yeah, I, uh, I did a vision quest and several sweat lodges, and it definitely brought in new information for me and uh, helped get me grounded and understanding. For those people that have, have never experienced a sweat lodge or a vision quest, just what exactly do you do? Um, well, I'll say this. It's not to be taken lightly. It's not just something I go do on a whim. Um, for the vision quest, they, they took me into their holy, uh, sacred uh, ground um, and left me alone out in the wilderness in a uh, circle, small, close circle for days without food or water. And I really just, I guess, learned how to pray, really uh, try to reconnect with Creator. And uh, if you'll see the film, I mean, I, I definitely had a, a reckoning. I definitely had an experience. And for me, it was incredibly helpful and incredibly, uh, it was just really exciting. It, it definitely changed my life, that experience. So I would, I would recommend it for anyone. I just, I say this with any of the stuff. You just can't take it lightly. You need to respect what you're doing. And you need to do it under the guidance of, of a, an experienced person in that particular field, for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you, you don't go build a sweat lodge in your backyard because you think it's going to get you closer to God. This is age-old wisdom and traditions from uh, this tribe that they were, we were humble enough they shared with us and invited us in. So, Jonas, unfortunately, we are coming up right to the end of the show. We've, we've run out of time. It's all gone very, very quickly. Uh, just a final word from you. What is the biggest message you hope people will come away with from the movie, from the, from the DVD? Well, I mean, if people could walk away from watching Wake Up and just question the reality or question what they've been taught. Um, you know, I, I think that's amazing. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm not here to sell a, a thought or a path. I, I think it's a great invitation to start digging in. And through the times we're experiencing, it seems like more and more people are starting to look, starting to ask the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What does this mean? I, and whatever conclusion that the viewer or anyone gets, I, I think that's great. I just think that we have to move forward, you know. Well, Jonas, I really, really appreciate your time today, and I'm sorry for some of the technicalities. Um, and good luck with the, with the film. I, I know it will go well, and you'll be helping a great deal of people. Thank you so much. Thank you, Peter. So next week, my guest will be Elizabeth Tobin, talking about proxy repatterning and and. Uh, money archetypes and how we can shift into a place of abundance and plenty. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Have a wonderful week. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.